This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Darry Lips once again and my man Gio. Hey, man. Hello. I'm safely back home and I'm not locked out of a hotel this week. <laughs> We're not recording from the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> How was it anyway? Safe trip? Yeah, it was a good trip. It was safe. Got there. I uh, just got done this morning going over to like the Fire Island Ferry and stuff. Nice. Right, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to like fill me in on some gaps here because I missed a lot of shit. <laughs> so, Raw's been getting better. I think Raw last night was the best one I've watched in a very long time. Okay. So, I, like, I do think right that. Away, right away, question. Are Randy Orton and Matt Riddle going to be like a new bar? I don't like, know. Like... Are they going to be like the or like the new team? Hello, that's like we don't like each other, but now we like each other. It's I don't know. Like, is it something is for Randy to, to do? An, but is this leading to yet another face turn for Randy Orton, who I feel like has as many heels and face turns as Big Show at this point? <laughs> He's getting there. He is getting there, <laughs> definitely. But I actually thought they were quite good as a tag team. Um, but what is the premise as to why they're even teaming? But he did attack him kind of at the end, I think. Like, what's the premises of this team? I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe they're leading maybe just to an Orton-Riddle feud to see how Riddle does. I mean, what I don't get is that it was the Charlotte and Sonya stuff as well. I, I, I don't... It seemed like there was a lot of story starting on Raw. Like, it felt like a bit of a reset. I mean, I think Wait, it's really good. Sonya? Sonya Deville's back? So, Sonya turned up on Raw at the start. Um, okay. She just walked out to the ring. There was no Adam Pearce. She walked out to the ring, and Charlotte apologized to the ref, and the ref admitted a mistake that if Rhea didn't do, she would have won, and she made him apologize, and Sonya reinstated her. Okay. Now, I don't, and then Adam Pearce was in the back like mad that like Sonya kind of went rogue. So I don't know if they're maybe moving Sonya over to like Raw or if she's going to be helping Charlotte out. I, I don't really know what it was about. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what right. it was all about, to be honest with you. But um, she's back and she's fine and... Ada Pierce wasn't happy and didn't believe Sonya's apology. And she said it was just communication breakdown and why he's all snippy. And so I don't know if it's maybe moving Sonya as raw GM. Like a way to write her off or anything that she'd be back. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's back and she squashed Mandy Rhodes. I didn't really get the point of they made the ref like manage it. Um, so they're going with a triple threat match now, huh? Now they are as well. So that main event was Drew v. Braun. And if Braun won, he gets added to the match. I, I'm i glad because I didn't want to see Drew Lashley too. I didn't actually want to see that. I think they did a good enough job in the feud and the WrestleMania match to think, let I it go. I do think there's a way to get it back off of Lashley and back onto Drew by having them beat Braun though. 
No, I think yeah, Braun is going to eat the Lashley pin, I think. I don't think they're going to give up on on Lashley just yet. I feel like he's going to be uh, the man. It's going to be one hell of a big guy triple threat, though, isn't it? Like, I always worry when it's big guys like that in triple threats. But, yeah, so it's going to be a triple threat. Mason T-Bar have got new Ascension face paint as well. <laughs> <laughs> they're obviously keeping the names but they, they are winning they're not pinning anyone but they are winning matches they're obviously not changing the names but the masks have gone yeah it's uh it was a it was a much better raw than it has been um for a long long time i mean it was still pretty average so didn't felt like it dragged it just wasn't much but it wasn't bad if you know what i mean it's serviceable is that the word it feels like it's restarting stuff. Um, the main talking point, I think, of this week, I don't know if you saw it, was Rebellion. I may get upset in this bit. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you've already told me, like, hey, I want to talk about this. And I was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So I, I think what I want to talk about is what is impact gaining from what is happening right now? Like, well, I sent you the link. It turns out that they're just losing money on this. And their titles. Like, they haven't got the tag titles. That's on Juice and Robinson. They haven't got the world title now. That's on Kenny. There's no one on the roster of Impact that you could believe will beat Kenny. Unless it's to push Moose's return or they're signing Joe. I just... You know what? That, well, you know what's bad is Rich Swan right now is probably the best I've ever seen him, ever. Like the match with Kenny was amazing. Like he upped his game. He was obviously you could tell he was super into it. It's just such a fucking. It's not a partnership, and like no one's given me any. I've asked people. Tell me. Tell me what I'm not seeing then, and how this is benefiting Impact like at all. I don't see any benefit for them now you know we've spoke here before this partnership happened about enjoying <laughs> impact again like i don't think they were doing anything wrong you know now they've got none of their titles on their own pay-per-view rebellions down as an impact pay-per-view and they've lost their world title to to aew i just i'm just annoyed with it because like wrestling partnerships is something that we've all dreamed about like oh my god that would be great but it has to look like a partnership. I, who has Impact got any pinfall victory over an AEW guy? Like, noticeable oh. one. Like, there's none. It's just horrible. And it's a shame because it was a pretty good pay-per-view. Like, if you look at it just from a wrestling match, the, the last man standing match with Sammy Callahan was, was pretty shite. Well, but, I'm reading up on something now that just popped up on my thing. Coming on. Um... Marty the Moth is doing uh yep. making a debut on Dark tonight. He is. I had have you seen how he looks? Man looks in he's, shape. Do you he, he's on Twitch? If you watch him on Twitch, yeah, yeah, I've watched like, him a bit. Yeah, he I've does like his exercise regimes and shit, and the dude's in shape. Yeah. And this is a big opportunity for him. Like he was what he was on Lucha Underground, was it? I think is where I yeah, Marty first the found Moth. him. And then I found him on Twitch. I probably watched his Twitch more than his wrestling. I won't deny. Um, but he's a really good dude. Like, and this is a huge opportunity for him. Like, you know, um, nice. Yeah. And I, like, who knows? You know, it's a, it's a good signing for him. And I, then, a, <laughs> I think I still got a screenshot somewhere where he popped into one of the Twitch channels we were in. And he said something like, I get excited when Benjamin Braxton is on the TV. And I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yay! He put I'm over my Braxton. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Um but yeah, I just I don't know. I'm I'm kind of tired of this. I'm just upset. I'm worried for impact. Because I I just First off, why do they have two world titles? Well, Moose brought back the old TNA one. And then Rich Swan won them both. It should have been consolidated. Mm. And hopefully that's what they do now. They just consolidate it to 
a you know a, a impact title. They don't need two world champions. No. Uh, yeah. I just I, I was surprised it was a clean win. I actually thought that Christian was gonna interrupt. That's what I thought. That it was gonna be an like a, a, a disqualification finish with like maybe Christian attacking Omega or something with like TNA history. I mean, well, unless TNA have reached out to Joe and Joe's going back there. I mean, no, I have a feeling this is going to lead to Joe versus Omega. Yeah, and Joe goes to Impact and in partnership with AEW or because like, they've already like they've already started preview like showing like promo videos for anniversary. It's got both Mickey and Samoa Joe in it. Yeah, and I think Impact is a perfect destination for them both right now. Like, I don't. I don't hate that. I mean, who's the only other guy on Impact that could challenge Omega is Moose. And I just, is Moose Omega like the match you want to see? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I like you Moose. But you really hate Moose. I do hate Moose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I was disappointed because like when they signed him and Canellis is probably the last time I was proper into Impact. And they just sucked. Like both of them, I just didn't. It didn't enjoy it like I was expecting to. And you know, I, I take exception when my when my excitement has been mistreated. <laughs> um, and obviously, the other big talking point of the week: Matt Carano being sacked with the trash bag thing of Mickey James, and then his wife has come out and. Said quite a lot of stuff about Mr. Carano. Um, what did you make of the whole incident? Like, of the yeah. trash bag incident? The only thing I know of this dude is he was a dude that was on a random episode of Total Divas that was like, no, Paige, you cannot get a tattoo. It'll, it'll mess up your wrestling figure. You cannot <laughs> do that. <laughs> like, it was like that one, and it was at the time he like called up Natty and was like, do you realize that you called Stephanie McMahon drunk last night? You can't do that. <laughs> He's That's been in a long time, though, as well. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it sounds but, like he's messed up, you know? All, the, the only good thing I see coming out of this that was announced is that People Power's got his job back. I'm hoping yeah. And TV. John, John Rowe has been promoted to, like, his deputy or something. Yeah. Larry Nitis was one of my favorite general managers. <laughs> People power. Don't care what he says. The dude was amazing. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I think so. Like, oh, the it, stuff it was, with punk was great. So like, I love it. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, it, and it was, the stuff with punk, it was the perfect balance at the time of where punk was and Laurenitis, how he was. It was like a perfect balance of two. Um, Oh, people power thing. Oh, but yeah, God. so uh, his, his ex has actually come out. So Carano has been accused of stealing WWE championship belts, hiding sexual assault allegations. And yeah, his ex has aired all his dirty laundry and his mind games. So I, I don't think that story is going to go away. I think it's hugely disrespectful, like what he's done. But I think what people need to realize is he's obviously gone rogue. And for WWE to not to try and brush it under the carpet, they just sacked him straight away. Um, means that there was there was obviously stuff going on that was, you know, not right. Not right. So, I sent you an interesting tidbit lesson that we oh need God. to talk about. Now, haven't they been talking about doing this for years? But yes, Which they did. One of us is going to have to review this. <laughs> oh, that's all me. <laughs> you get, you're getting married. I'm divorced. <laughs> so apparently, now I first read this a couple of years ago, so I don't know if it was that, but apparently adult film company browsers are going to make a parody of the Montreal Screwjob with Maya Malkova, who is also on Twitch, um, Romy Rain and Johnny Castle. Um, What's yeah. the name of it, sir? <laughs> That, I just, I mean, a, a born parody uh, of the Montreal Screwjob. What is, what is the name of it? <laughs> um, It is called The Fuck Job. 
That's what they're going to call it. I mean, I have my imagination of it is just running a bit wild. Like, oh God. I mean, so it's at the end, instead of like punching Hitman, is he just going to fuck him? Like, I, I, <laughs> instead of a punch Rip being thrown, do you know what I mean? Ring like, the bell. The ref's going to ring for, I, I just, yeah. What the hell is going to happen there? <laughs> just, I, Listen. If China can do a Royal Rumble parody, anything can happen. <laughs> Trust me, I've uh, seen that one just for the pure entertainment of watching my ass off, of watching 30 men, one after the other, do the job. <laughs> and they were all dressed as random wrestlers. Yeah, they were. Like, was it one dressed as Sabu? I think it was Sabu. That was the Iron Sheik. Oh, Iron Sheik, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Good luck. Ah! Oh, Kogan, there's a guy with a banana nose that looks. That's supposed to be Triple A. Ah, uh, the things that we have to review, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Just. Oh well. Uh, um, uh, God, yeah. Yeah, I'm right. waiting for. I'm waiting for one of us to lose our next bet to have to throw that on there. <laughs> yeah see who gets us to review that i think we'll do that separate but oh my god that might be a different podcast maybe we'll make a after hours one a mp <laughs> a, a mpw dark that's what that will be <laughs> are you trying to tell me that late night lives may become a podcast yeah 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 we'll do it <laughs> oh god. man i don't know um <laughs> god right back to wrestling so, a couple of the releases that have come out this week, uh, Wesley Blake and uh, who's the other one? Kalisto. So, apparently, Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy rocked up and pitched Tag Team Reunion. And instead of answering them, Wesley Blake got released. Well, <laughs> dude, apparently Mojo Riley's been released for like two months now. Yeah, because he says his, his 90 days is up in... Uh, end of may doesn't it um so he got released like march if that's the case like 90 days if as he said he's clear from march to may 31st and that's like 30 days away so they must have released where him in march think, where do you think he's going do you think he's gonna show up on impact i don't i don't i don't, they're, they're I don't taking know taking everybody right now they just took big cast well uh zach Ryder, he came out saying that he wasn't interested in doing anything with him uh, I don't know. Yeah, Big Cass. Did you see him, though? Now, Big Cass, I said way back when he first got released, Big Cass gets his head straight. He could do a John Morrison, Drew McIntyre. Because if you think, WWE were pretty big on Big Cass at the start. I mean, his first solo feud was Daniel Bryan. You know? Like, you don't get thrown into something no, like that. No, I don't want to remember that feud, <laughs> sir. Why? It because all you remember are the random things like him standing in front of the sea so that it ended up looking like big ass on the screen. <laughs> come on, it was funny. No, or I like, think I've always said that Big Cass, if he could come back, I expect him to go back one day and be like what Drew's done, like what Morrison, maybe even Lashley. I do think if Cass can get his head right, Cass is a very good big guy, you know? He's seven foot tall, but he looked he looked good in TNA. What's his name is W Morrissey or something? John, what's his name? Morrissey. Yeah, I guess he's something. he's gonna take over the spot for Eric Young <laughs> and that. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's perfectly fine. But I don't know where any of them. I'm. Just, I think Joe and yeah, I don't know where the iconics. Iconics is the one that I'd expect to rock up in AEW. Like, they'd be perfect for that women's division. Um, Kalisto apparently was getting props um, on the shape he was in, but wanted to leave Lucha House Party, and that's where the disagreement come in, because they were like, no. He was getting, like... What the fuck are they going to do with Grand Metal Leap now? I don't know. Maybe they just leave him as a tag team. Um, but who is yeah. he? He's not in a team anymore. Oh, no, is he still, still with yeah, he's still got Dorado still okay. there, um, I'd assume. Um, yeah, I mean, but Kalisto wanted to go solo. 
So I'm assuming that that's why they they wanted to just they just let him go. Well, yeah, you know? they cut him solo because they put him they cut him from the other two and put him on the different brand. He just never showed up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So so from what I read, he was um, getting props about the shape he was in. And then they didn't want him to leave Lucha House Party, and that's where the disagreements so come. How many weeks are we going to get Sheamus just beating up poor Umberto now? <laughs> hey, at least he's on telly. Come on, let's take the start. <laughs> let's let's take the start. I don't know. Um, I mean, is it leading to anything like useful? I I don't think so. Like, I don't know. I fell asleep at that point, actually. Shameless. Um, I'm a, if it means that it's a push for Carrillo a little bit, because Carrillo is talented. Like, I, I, I've also said that if you've watched Carrillo, I think a lot of it is him not trying. Like, I think he could have done better in the opportunities he's had than he's shown. I don't know if that one you can pin on WWE's booking. If you watch some of his early stuff, like to, to where he got to, like when he was on Raw with Andrade and all that, just very lackluster. But if this is a bit of a comeback, I mean, he did, he did knock him over the announcer's table and, you know, and stuff. So, you know, maybe Seamus Carrillo for a little bit. It's good to see Carrillo just back on TV, you know. And speaking of guys back on TV, TV uh, Alistair Black's Vignette, did you have a chance to see that? Okay, is he like a Dutch choir boy now? <laughs> what makes you say that? I thought it was really good. I like it. I'm just saying, like, he was talking about choirs and shit. I don't know. I think it's an Alistair Black. There's money been put into that vignette, you know? Like, it's obviously a very serious return. And I think it's an Alistair Black that makes sense. Um, I think from the character that he is and the way he comes across, I feel like that one makes sense. I really liked it. I'm quite excited on what they're going to do. It's just, you know, but here's the thing. So everyone like, oh, Carrillo not being used and Black not being used. Blah, blah, blah. And yet Carrillo's got United States Championship in his, in his sights out of nowhere. And Alistair Black's getting big old vignettes. So yeah, I, I I'm excited to see what it goes. I'm quite excited. I think I'm more impressed with SmackDown still. Um, I like the Sheamus stuff, and obviously next week's quite a big week coming on Friday with uh, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns for the title. With if Bryan loses, he has to leave SmackDown. I just. What do you think is going to happen there? You think it's just going to be Edge interfere and lead to like an Edge Brian no sanctioned kind of thing? Or do you think Brian just goes to Raw? Or what? What's you thinking? Uh, I don't know. Has Edge even been around? No, haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Yeah, haven't seen him like since WrestleMania. And now there's this. Um, I mean, unless they're building this to a SummerSlam. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I can't... I mean, he's not going to get sacked, or I don't think he's retiring, but he has to leave. SmackDown seems a pretty... I mean, I don't see them taking the title off Roman or anything, especially on an episode of SmackDown. Um, I just... I'm curious to see... Because they're pushing Cesaro so hard. I mean, it's obviously going to be Cesaro, Roman... That, whatever the next pay-per-view is what I'm guessing. It's just where Daniel Bryan fits in. But my guess is this is where Edge comes back. That's my guess, is that Edge will interfere somehow, cost him the match or something, and then it will be like a no non-sanctioned fight between Edge and Bryan. Because, you know, Edge has done, what, three of the five matches? Does the SmackDown one count? That's four. He's only got one more of the year he has to do. Um... And it seems very early to have already used him, like in most of them since his return. But the Cesaro push is what I'm excited. I mean, to have, you know, Seth Rollins, but if, you know, got involved with Cesaro, so maybe they're not going to go with that and they extend Rollins to 
and Cesaro to WrestleMania. I mean, do they then push Brian as a thing for a little bit? They're making a nice main event scene on SmackDown. I, I just, I'm curious with the stipulation so early of quit SmackDown if you lose. Which makes me think it will be some kind of screwy finish. Um, and I want to give props to Jay Uso. I wanted to touch on Jay Uso on how well he looks now as a solo star. I, I've always loved the Usos. I've always said that I think Usos on their day are the best tag team in wrestling. On their day, I would always argue Usos at number one. Um, I now worry, though, if Jimmy was to come back, like, I don't see how they could be a tag team again now with how Jay's been. Do you think that they keep them separate with the way Jay's been, or do you think the Usos would return? If Jimmy ever comes back, I mean, I don't even know where he is. I've heard nothing about him. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't I don't know. he cleared when he got beat up at, at Hell in a Cell? So he was out. He got six to nine months, wasn't it, they said? And that was May that he got hurt. So it's been 11 months. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. Um, in March, they said his return was the near future. So uh, who knows what he's doing? Um, unless he just joined straight in. Because he hasn't been seen since Hell in a Cell. So he actually got hurt. He hurt his knee in the ladder match at WrestleMania last year, 36. That's where he did the injury. And that was six to nine months. So it's been over a year now. You know? But I, who knows? I mean, he's just obviously chilling in the back. You know? Uh, there was the last update. Uh, was the 5th of March. Like saying... Uh, he's not in my corner, you know, but in due time, Uso Penitentiary will be reopening. The only difference is my brother's not holding that rope. Is That's the only tweet that has come out about it. So I, who knows? I mean, it's, it's going to be, going to be interesting. Um, I was just, yeah, it's just popped up here. He's fighting Brian Cage, Marty Demoth. Uh, wow. He's got Brian Cage, Marty Demoth. Yeah. Oh, that's who he's got. Yeah, his debuts versus Brian Cage. Yikes. Yeah, it's just popped up here. Martin, what was his name on Tough Enough, though? Oh, I don't remember of him. Oh, yeah, uh, right. I remember him on Tough Enough, though. Why, this may not be wrestling news. We can give some UFC news. Weldman <laughs> just got, he is getting his surgery. Who? Uh, UFC news. Weldman is getting the leg surgery after snapping it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you watched the UFC fight yeah, or not, but... I did. Dude shattered his snapped neck. his like, leg. It was, it, was, it was shattered. Like, like, he snapped it and then tried to step on it because he didn't realize it. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was like swinging about. There was a freeze frame, weren't it, where his uh, foot's like straight and his shin's bent in. Yeah, man. <laughs> But yeah, like he's yeah. He's, well, it may not be wrestling yeah. news. It was it just popped up on my ticker. So <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was grim. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It was, it was on this one as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was that was bad. That was pretty pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, yeah. Uh, the other bit of news, I think, did I send it to you? No, I didn't. My bad. Is Nation of Domination are reforming. <laughs> For a one-night thing, uh, in first time in 22 years, uh, Mark Henry, Ron Simmons, Godfather, and D'Lo Brown are special guests at Super Slam 3 next February. February 26th, oh. 2022. Okay. Um, also there will be Bret Hart, Sting, Moxley, Tanahashi, Will Ospreay, Eric Bischoff is going to appear as the QPW General Manager, and also Sammy Guerrero, Brian Cage, Sin Cara, and EC3. Wow. Super Slam 3 is big. Big. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'd be good to see old nation, guys. I'm quite excited. I used to love Nation of Dominant. I mean, like, made the rock. That did. That, you know, because rock was kind of, you know, like early Randy Orton. When he was, apart from when he was coming back from injury, um, which was great. Well, I guess, yeah, next <laughs> week is uh, when Dark Side of the Ring starts, no? It is. What's the first episode again? You linked me it. 
the um, well, I didn't leak his first it? episode. I know that they did. They, they started doing trailers, and they also announced that there's an Ultimate Warrior episode. Apparently, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the. I'm quite interested to see that. Actually, I am. Uh, I am quite interested to see that one. Yeah, I've just got it up here. Yeah, so the Warrior one. Okay, so it's the, the two-hour premiere well. with uh, Pillman. Okay, so pre yeah, I thought Pillman was the one. May six, isn't it? It starts. Yeah, May yeah. 6 on Vice TV. Um, Pillman is going to be interesting, especially a two-hour one. I mean, he had a heart attack in the end, wasn't he, in a motel, I think, or something. It, dude, he, he he almost killed himself in a Range Rover crash. Was that, like, was he, did he have, like, demons then? Alcohol? Oh, yeah. Stuff? Yeah, yeah. He, like, he rolled that thing over and, like, oh, it was bad. And then he had leg surgery, and then he tried to walk on it, and he snapped it like snapped it more. And they almost took his leg. Oh wow! Because he didn't want to like he didn't want to like rehab it, and he tried to walk on it. Wow! Just trying to look here what the other ones are. So Nick Gage, oh Nick Gage, he's the guy that went to prison in it, two thousand ten, for robbing a bank. Armed robbery, <laughs> baby. <laughs> right in my uh, neck of the woods over here. Was it? Yeah, he's in New uh, Jersey. Well, yeah, he's yeah. New Jersey. Oh, okay. He, uh, he robbed the bank, and then he went to Atlantic City to gamble. He's the guy. Nick Gage is the one that's. He's the only wrestler that won the biggest deathmatch tournaments in it. He won all. Th he won three. Uh, of them, didn't he? Yeah, he's like that. right now. He's the game changer wrestling champion, and he. It looks like he's going to be fighting with Moxley in a death match soon. Oh wow! He was also he was also in um, the David Arquette documentary he did last year, wasn't it? Um, he was in yeah, there quite a lot. He's, uh, he's a dude that I would not want to fuck with. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to, like the brutal and bloody wrestling that you can only if you watch nineteen nineties Japan wrestling, that kind of blood and, <laughs> and brutality is <laughs> like nothing you've ever seen. Uh, then the other one, Collision in Korea, speaking of Japan. Oh, that's yep. going to be a good one. That was, yeah, there was about, there was some drama in that one, wasn't it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, because that was like a big thing back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. that was like the first sort of pay-per-view in another type of country like that. Yeah, and over the two days, didn't they declare... Three hundred and fifty-five thousand like fans combined it's the attendance. Audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is disputed, but isn't like every attendance figure of wrestling like everyone always disputes it. But yeah, that's down as the biggest for a show of its kind over two days. Um, in that one is Bischoff, Scott Norton, Flair. They're all going to share some uh, stories in there. Um, then obviously the Ultimate warrior one which i think will be quite good because that one freaked me out like he had a heart attack the day after coming to raw like that's spooky stuff in it like yeah man like that's just the coincidence of that is scary as hell in it like because that was quite a speech that he did too in the ring do you know what i mean it was yeah it was like he was proper saying goodbye and then god but that's going to be a weird one, like, because he was, wasn't he, like, part or mentioned in, like, the death of Heath Ledger as well? Wasn't he said in there? No, Deadspin. It was the stuff that they made about his, his comments he made about homosexuality and stuff. And, yeah, Warrior always had something to say. Grizzly <laughs> um, Smith, obviously. Dad of Jake the Snake. He's in there. Right, so I'm looking this up. The total... The day one of that show was 165,000, and the second night was 190. Wow. I mean, even if they are slightly exaggerated, was, you're still talking 300,000. Poyang, North Korea. But what was like, what was the drama behind it? What was like. Well, the drama was we were at a very high tensions with North Korea at the time. So it was like a big thing for any American to go over there. Oh, really? So like, is, was really, that like yeah, the main, yeah. that was the main problem then about that? Was yeah. Just, okay. Okay. And it, but I, I wonder why, 
Why is it not available to stream on the WWE Network if it's the WCW? I believe it's because it was a combination with New Japan. Oh, okay. So they own some of the rights too. So it's like, I don't think New Japan want, you know, wanted their guys. Like, I don't know how that works. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing so. Yeah, because it's like one of the only ones that you can't watch now. Um, But yeah, and then obviously the other big one will be Dynamite Kid. Very angry young man. Didn't he get, you know, he came... Put an unloaded shotgun to his wife's head as well, did Yeah, Antonio Inoki, Antonio Inoki saw it as political redemption. Ah, okay. Political redemption. Wow. But as an event, was it good? Like, what kind oh, it was of... a great... It, it's a good show. I'm just looking it's at the It's up there with, that, uh, with the AAA one, the World Collide. Okay, yeah, I'm just looking at the card here. Yeah, not bad, actually. Inoki versus Flair, fair. Like, yeah, this is up there with, this is up there with a very taboo thing, like when WWE did these Saudi shows. No, the Saudi shows that asked for Ultimate Warrior and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> oh God, I'm guessing they'll go back at some point, won't they? I assume. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that's gonna that's gonna happen, and that's that restarts May six. So yeah, a couple of weeks. Looking forward to that. Hopefully, I'll be able to catch it over here. But it seemed to be quite easy to get on YouTube for me over here. Like I've watched pretty much all of them now, and fourteen weeks. So it's a it's a longer one, isn't it? They're not normally that long. Fourteen weeks of it. Fourteen weeks of it. So that's good. So yeah, good. Um, right, NXT tonight. Adam Cole back. Are you surprised he's back? Or was you expecting him to be called up? Do you think it's going to carry on with Kyle O'Reilly stuff? Are you are you shocked? Because like, if you look at the new promo thing, he he's not on it. It's Finn Balor still on it, and Brass and and stuff. Um, are you surprised to see him go back to NXT? Did you think they would call him up now? I don't. I didn't think they would because it's not time for the call up. Really, still for Adam Cole. What more has he got to do? Like, Pat McAfee's been called up before Adam Cole. <laughs> I know he's his commentator, who is great, by the way. He is great. I'm not so sure on the new guy. The, 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 what's his name? The new guy on Raw. Not so sure about him. He needs to get a bit more hype. Um, so, I yeah, don't, I, I don't I'm, think like I said, time. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here mm. reading about this thing. Mm. Sorry, as I'm doing, as I'm talking to you here. Uh, the, a lot of it was apparently American tourists were almost never granted visas for the for to go over there in '96. Oh wow! God, so why did they do it? Like if it, to try and offer a peace thing or something? Well, because Anoki was very into politics. Like he's he's on like the Japanese parliament and stuff. And I guess he wanted to try to met, try to see if he could mend the fences and shit. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, okay. But it's such, like, when I tell you you're going to watch that one, it's such an interesting thing of, like, all the Yeah, because I don't know much that about happened. that. Yeah, I don't know much about that. So I'm quite excited to see that, um, to be honest with you. I, am, I do want to watch. I, and to be honest, I want to watch all of them. Like, they're all... Stories that I think would be interesting. Yeah, like, and it looks like it's being narrated this year by Bischoff and not, Jer- not Jericho. Wow. Oh, that's a surprise. I'd have used to Jericho's. But they've been really good. They're a really good series. As I say, like, for me, the ones that stood out is the Dino Bravo one, because I didn't know... It. I knew bits of, like, what happened to him, and I always liked Dino Bravo when I was a kid. I, I liked to hate him. You know, I didn't mind watching the Dino Bravo match. It was a good wrestling match for me. Reminds me very much of Cesaro. You know, don't ever think you'll be a champion, but you know you'll always get a good match. Um, But yeah, I didn't realize he had such a drama life, like, after. Um, And I do want to watch, like, the Nick Nick Gage one because, like, you know, he is an animal. So yeah, it should be be a good series. But 14 weeks of it, as I say, so it'd uh, it'd be very good. I'm very, very excited. Um, of of that. Uh, what have we got else on the news here? So Kenny Omega is also set to wrestle 
at Under Siege special event from Impact Wrestling. No word on who he's going to fight, but he will. He expects Omega to honor the commitments and responsibilities that come with being Impact World Champion. Doubt that. Uh, more will be said on Thursday's show. Oh, yes, that, that really upsets me. I just don't understand it. Like, what is the end game of this? Though? Yeah, like that's what I don't get. Everyone's like, let's see how it goes. Let's let's see what happens. And like, well, what is happening now? You know? I just I don't know. I don't know. Um it's it's pretty bad. It's it is pretty for me. For for impact. Because they were doing so well. They were doing so well. Um But yeah. It just I, annoys it's... me because AEW gets all these stars and then they forget about these stars. Like where what what happened to this debuting Ethan Page? Where what is Ethan Page been doing? Nothing. Where's Christian? Like he said, what two matches? You know, you know what was funny, right? You know what bit that find uh, I find funny. Every WWE fan or any wrestling fan shitted on about how Brock Lesnar wouldn't wrestle much. Yeah, this year, since. So, you know, because they keep the record, don't they, AEW? We're in April. Four months in, Kenny is 3-0, and Sheeta is 2-0, and and the Young Bucks are 3-0. and They've had eight matches between them, them. Three of the biggest stars on the show have had eight matches between them in, in April, in four months. I mean, that's just... How can you shit on Brock Lesnar not wrestling much when that's their records? You know? I just... And then this impact, I don't know. I just feel like I'm watching WCW again. Like, at the moment, I really do. And I think what AEW are trying to do is just absorb everyone. Like, now they've got the titles. Look what's happened to the New Japan US title. You know? Moxley's got that. New Japan haven't got that. Like, it's nowhere to be seen. You know? So, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not good. It isn't good at all. But anyone involved. Anyone involved. So, right, you've got to get back to your reviews as well this week, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you excited? Uh, what is my next review? Uh, the, the, the Shawn Michaels next one, because you did one, didn't you? No Way Out? No, I did both of Shawn Michaels. Okay, so then it's... Um... Oh, God. No Way Out 2008? Oh, it's Great Balls of Fire. Oh, okay. It's Great Balls of Fire. Right. Oh, dear. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have reminded you. <laughs> oh, it's well. Great Balls of Fire, then it's that No Way Out or whatever. Yeah, then it's the No Way Out. Yeah, the No Way Out. I think it's 2008. Oh, Lord. Y'all better start getting me some more stuff then. Yeah, we've already got two, so we'll have to see. Um, please be wary that I have to either use Peacock or other means. So don't make me have to find something that I don't want to find. <laughs> yeah, dig something out. Don't, Get don't Geo be, excited don't again. Don't try to be a smart ass and be like, heroes of wrestling. Because I fucking hate you people sometimes. <laughs> watch, w, watch one of the WWE shows from Australia. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, the, 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 the bananas in pajamas tag teaming against somebody managed by fucking Disco Inferno. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Disco Inferno. What a legend. What a legend. Um, the other bit of news that seems to be popping up everywhere that I've written down here is all the NHL, NHL, NHL deals. Um, Obviously, Turner Sports have signed up to share the rights of NHL with ESPN. Um, do you think that could affect AEW? Well, because... yeah, from what they're saying is that might knock them off on Wednesdays. Yeah, because like Wednesdays, from what I don't know NHL that well, can't say I do. Um, don't they? But most of their big games is a Wednesday TV game. Um, you know, you say you don't know it this well. But you're like third place in the fucking hockey fantasy league, sir. Yes, I am. And do you want to know my secret? So on a Sunday night in bed, I log into both that and the basketball and I set my squad out for the week. That's it. And I just base it on points scored in the last seven days. 
Like, you're second place in this thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, and I've done quite well in the basketball, too, to be fair. <laughs> like, I'm like 11 and 5 in that. I got to get the rankings, and I was like, how? Has he even, <laughs> how's he even paying attention? Yeah, I know. I'm, now, as I say, I, I log in on a Sunday night, and then I, I take it from there. I take it from there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing quite well. I'm, in, I'm, you know, giving it a good go. Seven and seven. For someone that's <laughs> never watched a game of, uh, like, NHL from beginning to end, um, I'm quite happy. <laughs> um, other bits. I watched a Bret Hart interview. Actually, that's what I wanted to bring. I watched a Bret Hart interview saying that um, he was meant to win the Intercontinental title off of The Rock because Sean and Triple H were trying to ruin The Rock um, because they didn't like the hype he was getting. And Bret Hart refused, um, saying he doesn't need me to take it from him. I didn't want to be an Intercontinental champion. Triple H was trying to steer me to the IC title instead of world title. And it didn't make sense. And he told Vince and let him keep it. Do you think it was too much politics back in the day from Triple H and Shaw? Do you think they had a lot more influence then? Or do you think Bret Hart is just butthurt still? The fuck job, man. <laughs> oh my God. He just wants to watch the fuck job. <laughs> Gio's, been Gio's been turned. His head's been turned. He's not in it anymore. He doesn't really care. <laughs> Good Lord you, almighty. After uh, I read that, sir. Well, that's it. It's all Geo's thinking about now. It's the oh, fucking uh, fucked up. See, so originally, though, they were meant to do it in 20... I think it was 2018 the first time I read that. Yeah. To so, me, Brett always seemed this angry, though. Yeah, do you think it's just him but her? Like, I always he, felt it's it's more butthurt than anything else. Like, he turned me off when he when he came back, and it's just been like, I was screwed, I was screwed, screw job, screwed, I was screwed. So, me and you, we're pretty close in age. You're, you're getting old. Um, was, was you a Bret Hart fan as, like, a younger person? Was you a fan? No. So, who was your guys? So, come on, think, what was the first wrestling match you ever watched? How old? Who was your guys? Nineties, I was a Hogan. You was a Hogan guy. See, I was I, a warrior. I was, I was, I was, I was Ultimate Warrior when I first watched. And Coco Beware. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I, I loved Coco. I I don't know why. So yeah, I think again it was SummerSlam '88. I remember watching with my dad, and I fell but, in love uh, with Ultimate uh, Warrior then and Coco big, Beware. <laughs> big big time Hogan back in the day. You and then evolved into. It involved the Shawn Michaels. Okay. Because I don't know why, but I guess the middle schooler in me thought that this dude was like what I wanted to be in school. <laughs> like, I had the hat. I had the fingerless gloves. I had the, the Coke bottle glasses. I just thought he was the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, see, I was, I was though, I was the other side. I was actually a Hitman fan, like absolutely. Then it went. I think it went from Sean. I don't. I wasn't really in all, like that much of engrossed into Austin, right? Like I thought he was cool. Yeah, flip, flip the bird and shit. But mm. like, I, I definitely liked The Rock because yeah. The Rock was like really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, and I always. I always enjoyed rock matches. It's like he's he's sold over the top, but not ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I think for me, I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Austin. We'll always watch an Austin match. But I think I was more of a rock guy. So I would have gone Warrior, Hitman, Rock, where you was Hogan, Michaels, Rock. So then from the Rock, do you think? Did you? Did you die off of it after that, and then just start to appreciate more wrestling, or has there always been like a guy? You know? I've always been a guy like I was. A, I was an Undertaker guy in '02 and '03 because I love the bad, the, the American badass bike riding guy. I I was a I, I loved Brock him as Big during his first run. Mm. Uh, yeah. What else? 
than time. Edge. I was big on Edge when Edge was doing the SmackDown stuff and his Undertaker feuds. Like, I think I fell in love with Edge properly in that hardcore match with Mick Foley. Because I was like, I... You no, know, I like... I like I, I was very high on Thugonomics, John Cena. Oh, okay. I never really... Cena's a tough one, like... I get but it. That's the thing I, is I, like, I always Thugonomics, got it, but... Thugonomics, you know, was fucking... Again, it was something that was entertaining and funny because the dude would just go on the mic and trash people. And I watched some of the stuff he did with Big Show when he was talking about his fat neck. <laughs> Like, there's one where, like, he raps out, like, to Brock Lesnar. He's like, me name is Brock Lesnar. God gave me brains. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, God gave me muscles, but forgot to give me brains. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think some of the stuff with Big Show, when he, yeah, about neck fat and stuff. God. And then when Kurt Angle did it. Wow. Oh my god, that was hilarious. No, the Spanky one was but the Brian Kendrick one was better because he had the referee beatboxing. <laughs> yes. Oh god. He hey. had Brian Hebner like beatboxing, like he would go rub over his head and do a record scratch. <laughs> okay, so then then like who now though? Who would you say? is that guy now because we've just gone through and me and you have gone like on some of them the other side when you think there was hogan warrior they were probably the big two hitman sean probably the big two rock austin probably the next big oh, two you know like i love i love, love bray wyatt bray wyatt's what keeps me watching raw you know yeah and smackdown is, is definitely i'm a daniel bryan guy oh really still oh yeah you think he's dead? Yeah, I guess like they would be the guys, NXT, I suppose. Like, yeah. Listen, NXT, it's all it's 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 Loomis and and into the moon, baby. And I love what Loomis and India doing. Like, I love that story because I, that's for me. That's where Loomis shines, and she seems perfect for it. Like to fit into it, you know. Um, I absolutely, yeah. I Loomis and LA Knight. I'm. All over on NXT, like absolutely love it. I've always been a big LA um, Knight, Eli Drake fan. There, Cameron, Cameron Grimes. You you can't the feud with DBRC. I'm I'm all in it. Cameron, listen to the moon, <laughs> baby. To the moon. Yeah, Cameron Grimes is this gimmick is absolutely gold, gold right now. You know what I mean? Like he, he does it so well. And is DBRC turning up tonight? Didn't he say he's going to be there tonight to like confront yeah, him or something? I love that. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very high on Pete Dunne. Yeah, I don't think he gets used enough. I'd like to see him more. Um, I would like to see him more. Maybe take the title off of Johnny Gargano or something. I don't know, yeah. but he needs he needs something more. But I do feel like they're trying to push Bronson Reed more than he can handle. I'm not going to lie. I like Bronson Reed. I just think there's other names. Like, that match with Kushida was amazing. Yes. Kushida Dunn right now. Was like, yes. Kushida right now is, is hot, though. Dude, it was just that Don Kushida match was so good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It really, really was. NXT is so good. Like, it really is good. Um... And I'll tell you what I am actually enjoying, I'm not going to lie, is the NWA power. I, I, I am enjoying it. I, you know, I think it's still fun. I'm looking forward to... Anytime you can give me some... some, some uh, this is going to ultimatum. Trevor. <laughs> no, wait. Some, I'm, I love me some Sandow. <laughs> he was another guy that I, I, I just... He was so good. Yeah. Whether he was doing whether he was doing road scholars or Mizdow, man, Mizdow was so great. Do you think like, that was kind of what happened though to to Billy? Like after Mizdow, where does he go? Do you think that's what they looked at when they saw Billy, or do you think it was yeah. just if we're getting rid of one, we'll get rid of both? Because it has a ceiling, <laughs> doesn't it? You know, like it was just 
Dude, he, there was one match where I think it was they were fighting the Usos, and he was like on the outside. Yes. He was putting himself in rest holds. Yeah. He was like putting himself in headlocks. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he like he got like the he eliminated himself from the World Rumble because the Miz got eliminated. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, belt when the Miz won the IC belt. Like it was just, it was, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they tried to do that shitty Hulk Hogan thing with them. Yeah, and the Macho Man. <laughs> His Macho Man was good though. He's the Macho <laughs> Man. It was good to be Curtis Axel as Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hulk Hogan ruined it for us. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. His his macho man was excellent. Ah, oh, that was yeah, some of the best stuff that came in. Ruined with you know money in the bank, and I just yeah again it was gimmicks though that only our truth has managed to maintain. That's the only one, and I think that's for a problem with some of them comedy gimmicks is that we we still get our truth ones, and as long as our truth is still doing them, we don't really need to see them anywhere else. You know, for me. Like him or hate him, R-Truth takes it and he knows what to do with it. Yeah. And exactly, because then you'll get guys there like Damien Sandow stuff, like what Billy was trying you know, to do. But as long as our truths still doing it, we don't need that comic relief. Our truths got it covered. The dude, st- the dude stays out of trouble. Mm-hmm. You never hear any drama with him. Yeah, you don't really hear like, oh man. Even his TikToks with his daughter are, are you know, he's, are harmless. But do you ever watch them? Like, each yeah. one of them, the, the, the belt is always in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I watch him a lot. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, yeah, and I think that's the problem is as long as he's still doing the comic stuff, we don't need it from another source. No? Yeah. Yeah, and that and that will always be the thing. But right, I'm going to get ready for NXT. I'm right actually now. excited. You know, I'm going to have some food. I'm going to prepare. We've got Bronson Reed against Austin Theory. Bronson wins. He gets North American title shot. I don't see him winning the title, even if he does get the shot. And of course, Marty the Moth's debut. He's actually wrestling as the Tough Enough name. Down as Marty. Source. That was the name in Tough Enough. Yeah, Marty he, himself he, or whatever. Yeah, he looks ripped. As Just looking at the picture here. Like, he looks ready. Ready. So make sure you give him a follow on Twitch as well. Uh, I don't know how busy he's going to be now if you'll see him much on Twitch. But he's good people. He's good people. And uh, we... Go on. Next week, we got ourselves a big show. Ooh, we do. You want to announce? Because you went rogue on this one. I just got joined in the Discord chat, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's happening. What is happening next week? You weren't paying attention, sir. I asked you, and you said, yeah, let's do it. I said two weeks from now. Okay. So next week, we Uh, have... Another guest. I got Jada, our, our buddy Jada, come on. Very excited. So Jay calls, uh, big wrestling fan, big wrestling content creators. Done a lot of Supercard, done a universe, which I think he's taken a break from. I think the game, you know, his his universe is very much on creation, and so the game this year just wasn't able for him to do that. Um, I'd expect to see him back if the game works next year. Um. And he's going to be joining us next week. So I'm very excited. Jay's a very good friend of mine. I've been subbed to him for a very, very long time. I see, Just I over two years now and stuff. Well, but I fucking clicked with him during the Discord watching Mania. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this dude talks as much shit as me. Yeah, Jay's, yeah, Jay's good people. Jay's good. You know, knows when to be serious. Knows how to have a laugh. Knows his wrestling, you know. Um, so, yeah, very excited to have him on. The show, which will be next week. We'll ask him all the heavy questions about 2K20. Yeah, he's going to be... I told him that he's my uh, beta test. If if he doesn't rage and cut the disc in half with scissors, I'm buying it. (laughs) What was your thoughts on 2K20? Yeah, we'll open with that one. We'll open with that. Hopefully, we'll start with that one. But if you're hearing this and you've got questions for Jay Calls, get them across. Geo needs some more stuff to review. So hit it up. Uh, um, let us know. He loves your reviews. He does. He complains, but he loves watching it because it sends him down peacock rabbit holes that he can't get out of. 
Right. That is us for a week. Um, yeah. As I say, make sure you join us next week for J Calls and uh, don't be an idiot and you'll be fine. All right. See you later, my man. Yeah, man. <laughs>